The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. Uh, a lot of people ask, Justin, why do you keep recording this show? Uh, they say nobody, you know, it, it angers as many people as it helps. Why do you keep recording it? And I uh, I keep recording it because every week we try to come up with some topical thing to talk about to begin our program, and I get Travis's suggestions. Uh, Travis, you should introduce yourself. Oh, hello. I'm, I'm Travis McElroy. Uh-huh. And, and Griffin, you're up in this piece too, right? I am all up in this bitch. In it to win it. In it to win it. Travis, why don't you hit everybody with what your big suggestions were for this week? And I, and I don't want any editorializing. I just want you to list the topics that you suggested for uh, our comedy podcast to kick off with. Uh, okay, well, the first was um, simply debt ceiling. Debt yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Okay. Who's ready to laugh? Number two... Ceiling? Greece is going into default. Now, if you get some like hand jive Olivia Newton John action in there, <laughs> you, you, I think you could maybe, um, maybe get something going. Uh, uh, Travis, I know what all those words, um, it, isolated, what they mean. Uh, together, though, not quite so sure mm-hmm. what a what a default. I thought means. the third one was the real gem. That okay, yeah, I really thought we could have mined for comedy, but it was. Uh, Monte Carlo is coming out starring Selena Gomez. Oh, you mean the uh, the big race? Yeah, the big race. That's news. If we could just talk about the race, like the Formula oh, One. Oh no, race. it's it's a it's a comedy movie for tweens. Uh, yeah, and you're pretty. You would say you're pretty excited. Well, Andy McDowell's in it. Oh shit! That and national she's, treasure. She's hey, my Travis, number one celebrity crush. Whichever oh. um, whichever pulse you have your finger on. Uh huh. Can you? Stop touching that person, that person that you're touching. <laughs> it's actually sure? Selena Gomez. I, I that's right. I, I know. Uh, pipeline to Selena I'm Gomez. Extraordinarily uncomfortable with it. How about like? How did like the fact that like gay dudes and ladies can now get married in New York? Oh fuck! That's oh, way that's better. A, that's way better. Damn. Damn it. Oh no! But oh, hold on. Wait, because let's balance these two. Let's put these two on the scales of justice. Because what's more important, gay marriage or or Selena Gomez, a Selena I mean, Gomez full-length feature film. I really like Selena Gomez. I think she's I just, a rising I, star. I just want to get married to Tim Gunn, and I don't think that's so wrong, is it? No, I want to get married to Justin Bieber. Do you, Do you guys remember yeah. um, Justin's first date with Tim Gunn? Yeah, they went and saw Monte Carlo with <laughs> Selena Gomez. They, it was they, they necked the entire time. He really made it work. Yeah. The junior mints were mushy, but the sex was neat. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine Tim Gunn's sex face and <laughs> put me into a, a, a state. It put me in a state that I'm not comfortable with. Yeah, New York. New York. <laughs> because you're a bigot. And you're uncomfortable <laughs> with the gay, the gay marriage. It's now, now legal there. Um, so this is, our, of course, our advice program. Uh, we record it for you every week. To help you with the the little things that pop up in your life, we also talk to um, each other about the things that are going on in our lives because it's I, a helping show. Can I we say do? something real quick about the New York uh, passing the gay marriage? Oh, uh, I, there's nothing in this earth that would make me stop. Well, you from my favorite thing is there were it. there were four Republican senators that voted for it and like mm-hmm. yeah, gay marriage rules. And there was one Republican who was like, "Listen, this is a vote of conscience and not a vote of party line." I actually, I remember in my middle school social studies class, I learned that every vote in the Senate is a vote of conscience because if you're asleep, they, <laughs> they won't let you govern. They won't let you act as in a political body. If you will allow me to pronounce that word as conscience, then I will pronounce it better. I, um, I won't. I absolutely won't. I, you guys are breaking my heart. Let's take the first question. 
I love my girlfriend, but she keeps eating off my plate when she has perfectly good food in front of her. She'll order what she wants, and then she looks longingly at what I got until I ask if she wants a bite. How can I put a stop to this without sounding like a selfish jerk? Hungry like the wolf. Um, why are you so hungry? Hey, dog, like, <laughs> chill out. You live, you live in America. Like, if you don't get enough food right now at this meal, literally, if you scoop your hand through the nearest gutter, you'll come up with, like, a hot dog or something. At least four hoes. Like, no, you'll be fine. I'm, I'm totally on his side. Of oh, course. Fu- oh, come on. That's his food. It's not... <laughs> That's what a relationship is. If a relationship is not... At the very least, about sharing your food. Like, that's like the most basic survival level post-apocalyptic, like, I found, I found this half-eaten Hershey bar. Well, I have a beef jerky. Well, let's have a relationship. Like, this is the base relationship. The basest one we can have. Well, here's... But- okay, I have a suggestion. Make her order first, and then order the exact same thing she gets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She'll never see that coming. She, does well, she order a salad? My wife does that a lot. She'll if order, she orders a salad, you get a salad. She, like this is it's going to be a long game. I'll, I'll get something delicious because I'm overweight and I know what things taste good. It's mm-hmm. the one like perk of the gig. And she'll like say, "Hey, that looks good." It's like, "Yeah, no shit. I've been at this for a while." <laughs> <laughs> this ain't my first time at the steak rodeo. Yeah. No. <laughs> and also, can we stop coming to the steak rodeo? It smells like old <laughs> wallpaper, and I hate it here. <laughs> There's peanut shells on the floor, but they don't serve peanuts. <laughs> Where did yeah. all these peanuts come from? <laughs> ma'am, excuse me, ma'am. Can I be reseated in the non-peanut section? That doesn't exist. Um, oh, y- yeah, I mean, like, just share your food. It's not a big deal. And you know what? Here's what you do. If this is really that important to you... When you Sit at different tables. What? Yeah, you... you uh, when she starts eating off your plate, order another one. I say, hold on. No, we can make this work. I'll get a you've second touched, one for you've you. You've touched this. I don't want it anymore. So you're saying always, like, order... Uh, I will have two of that, please. I'll have two of those. Please. You know, I'll do that. Okay. This is something that I've started doing. I order two meals when I go to a restaurant. With the express purpose of intending to take one home and eat it later. You do do that. <laughs> I don't, don't do how that. is that weird? Don't make that sound like a thing that you do constantly. Because you no, don't. And no. if, if you did it constantly, you would be some sort of glutton, some sort of gluten. And no, you're not. You're, no you're, not constantly. But, like, if I go to a brunch place, I'll get two brunches. Now, sometimes the spirit will overtake me and I will eat both of them <laughs> in one sitting. I will, I will admit to the last time I went to the Chili Willies, and I was getting some of their delicious Texas Red... I did order carry out. I got two of them with the express purpose of eating one of them the next day. Mm-hmm. Is is that cool? Is no. it just a restaurant thing? That's not is, normal, you guys. Why is that not normal? I think that that's. I think that that's planning ahead. I think that that's kind of brilliant. Well, where that, does that fucking where's that fucking stop? Like, can you be like, hey, let me get uh, seven cups <laughs> that text that sweet Texas red. Uh, Daddy's gonna have a chili week. Happy chili week, everybody. <laughs> You know, you try to stop. paint that like a bad thing. I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah, like, uh, is anyone hungry? I have all the chili. Do you want that? I mean, I have it. Watch out it, for that guy. He'll come in and order just like a month's worth of chili. <laughs> it's Chili Steve. When chili you come Terry. to me sometimes and you're like, Griffin, I don't know where the money, like, I don't know where my money is. Like, my money, where did all the money go, Griffin? And I'll say, Travis, it's. Do you remember how you ate fourteen steaks from Outback Steakhouse last week? You got one in the restaurant, and you said, "Let me get a baker's dozen of steak to go." That's where it all went. Because that's that's. To be fair, I said a steaker's dozen. (laughs) I was wondering if you could help me out with a friend of mine. I like this guy a lot, but he has to make it known that he's a vegetarian. He usually doesn't mention it around close friends. However, I've been noticing whenever he's communicating to new people, one of the first things that he asks, it says is that he's a vegetarian. I want to tell him he's being a snob, but that nobody cares what he puts in his mouth, only what comes out. Like, puke? Yeah. <laughs> whenever I bring it up, he lashes out at me and thinks I'm attacking him. Is he really being a snob, or am I just overthinking it? Help me, brothers. And that's from Mr. Bixby. I think it depends on how he's saying it. Oh, me? 
<laughs> me? My eating preferences? Jim. I'm a vegetarian. Sit down. Let me tell you about it. No steak, for, no, no steak for me, thanks. We're at a car wash. Like, <laughs> why, why would that even be in the equation? I, I hope that's free-range prawn. Like, <laughs> what? Um, he's not being a, he's, a, he's probably not being a snob. I don't know that people can be a, a, a I mean, they definitely can be. You can be a snob about anything, but um, I, I mean, that's such a big part of a person's life. If they're if they have a if they're a vegetarian or vegan or, um, a, you know only eats translucent foods. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I only eat I only eat dark fruits. Like, I I, I think that I think that's such a big part of their life that like yeah they're gonna talk about it. It's but I don't introduce today. myself as Travis McElroy omnivore. No, but but because that's the norm. It does say on your business cards though. Well, yes. Let's not play make believe here. You are not an omnivore, sir. I eat everything. I I don't think omnivore is the correct name for that. I can can we say, um, uh, a part time herbivore maybe like a a, a practicing carnivore. Uh, I dabble. <laughs> I dabble grains. in vegetables. <laughs> you like to check in every once in a while, see what's new on the scene, but you're I, not you're not like blogging about them. Yeah, basically, I'm not like super committed. I'm like a a Christmas and Easter herbivore. Right, I can dig it. I'm, uh, I'm saying, but that's the norm, right? Like everybody eats everything, right? Except for those three or four people who don't. And so I think that those, those three or four people get to bring it up. Is what they have saying. denied themselves life's greatest pleasure, which <laughs> is to say bacon, and mm-hmm. like they can do whatever they want. Like they've worked, they've earned it. Yeah, but like who who gives a shit? Like yeah. I don't care if if I mean maybe it's part of their identity, it but is. it's not uh, personal. It's not something that should like. determine whether or not you want to hang out with the person. So, like, if you're meeting someone for the first time, and they're like, oh, and by the way, I'm a vegetarian, you're like, oh, uh, fuck it, I'm out. It does if you're a head of lettuce. Yeah. (laughs) Who can relax then? What's up, cucumber fingers? Oops, they're gone. Oops, oops. Shoot off. Crunch, 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 crunch. An important question, too, is how long has he been a vegetarian? Because if it's, like, within the last three months, he's totally being a snob. Maybe he's just telling everybody he's a vegetarian so he has some excuse for when he faints later. Uh-huh. I'm sorry I don't get enough vegetables. Or so people, like, try to encourage him to eat bacon, and then he's like, what? No, I ca- Okay. Okay. Jerry, like why is your, Jerry, why is your blood so so light? I can... I, it's like your blood isn't even there. I, um, I mean, I think it matters. I think it's a big part of a person. Because what if, like, you... What if you... What if you start crushing on a vegetarian, and you don't know they're a vegetarian, though, and you ask them to go to Sizzler? That well, love ruined relationship. <laughs> relationship gone. I think if your first date to the Sizzler, that that ship sailed. That ship's already. That's a good restaurant. I, I I haven't been recently. Have they revamped the menu? Um, no, it's still pretty much the same. It's still pretty <laughs> much like steaks, and you can get the steaks cooked however you want them. Oh man, oh, however you yeah. want them. Sometimes there's potatoes, but um. You gotta. There's like a secret language. It's kind of like uh, ordering an in and out. You gotta say, um, "Can I get uh, a steak in tubes?" And they know that when you say, "Is that tubes, really what how it is?" Uh-huh, you tubes? say steak in tubes, and when you say tubes, they know that you mean tubes. I need. I need a steak in tubes. I need it slarched and dumped. <laughs> and they look at you. They say that is not. That is not real steak. with a Pepsi. I need a, I need a steak them in tubes. I need can I get a dumps. two megatators and uh, <laughs> to be fair, that was my favorite sci-fi channel movie. I need uh, two megatators just, fully cheesed out. Just sizzle the whole plate if you can. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, sour creamo. Definitely, <laughs> that's not a good password though. <laughs> uh, yes, you're right. Not sour cream, like fresh cream. <laughs> Would that work? Because that's sort of like very reverse. Good. Reverse psychology. You guys want a Yahoo? Yes, please. You know I do. Um, how about this one? It was sent in by Gabe Geisen. Thank you, Gabe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Pat, who asks, Is the Matrix real, and is it possible? Uh, Simple question, argued answer. Wow. What? Is the Matrix real, and are we biological batteries? And is the human body capable of producing enough energy to power an entire world of machines if there were six billion of us? And if so, how would we get out? Self-substantion? Suicide. Or is there someone who could free us? Red pill. 
Please take this question seriously. No sarcasm or blatant humor, thank you. Boy, when you have to say that right in the question, you are just begging for no it. No blatant humor. I don't care if you, like... I'm, I'm like, soup's dumb, so if you want to say shit that's, like, I'm not going to understand you're making fun of me, that's... I want to fucking punch this dude, um, mostly because okay. of this the phrase, simple question, argued answer. Here's the problem, Travis. You try okay. to punch this guy, and <sighs> he dodges it in slow motion and turns into like three or four different guys i want to meet the people that are arguing about this oh you know they exist right oh of course yeah because you can't it's one of those you can't prove it you can't you can't like anything you could create uh, you know to to refute it could just be another uh a creation of the matrix you're just another agent man yeah like we've all thought about it right Look, we've all just sat down. Really, we had that moment taken when we were on a bunch of drugs in that deep, dark, truthful mirror, and saw that in that mirror, we were covered in metallic juices, and then we yep. transported to the real world. Yeah, yes. you know what, though, Griffin, I think we've all had that thought. But you know what, I had it back in nineteen fucking ninety nine when the movie <laughs> was released. I'm not still kicking that around in twenty eleven. And thinking like, oh, maybe like it's been twelve years, maybe not. Like probably that is not the the that is one construction that you could believe in. But I am not subscribing to it. I mean, uh, look, some people go their whole lives without waking up. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Come on, copper top. Some people go their whole. I mean, that's all there is. Like, we. What if we are flesh batteries? But oh. like, there's only ten of us who've made it out. To the to the hallowed halls of Zion, like mm-hmm. what? In the rave, in the in orgy. the rave underground, fucking rubbing my dirty, dirty body on everyone, like <laughs> just having ten- Lawrence Fishburne spray oil on the crowd. I know ten person rave is a really shitty rave. <laughs> DJ yeah. Fishburne is on the ones and twos, and he's getting it wet in Zion, and like you're in here, you're in Earth, and you're laughing at somebody on Yahoo Answers. How's your life? What gives you the right? You could be you could be bumping to the sounds of DJ Fishburne, let, letting his smooth grooves propel you to a higher plane of funky existence. DJ, and here you are. DJ Cowboy Curtis is mixing <laughs> up the Chemical Brothers for everybody. Only Cowboy and Curtis with K's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a real talent. He could give another DJ, insert another DJ name here, a run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> Tiesto? Uh, he can get Tiesto? Tiesto is an agent. Tiesto is an agent, so he, he does not count. <laughs> that would explain so many things. Like, you've never listened to Speed Rail and been like, oh, these beats are impossible. <laughs> Nobody can make these beats unless they're a computer program. <gasps> <gasps> Do you think that this guy, like, this is the question that starts every conversation he has with new people? Like, hi, nice to meet you. Oh, you're a vegetarian. That's great. Do you think that the Matrix is real? Is are you really a vegetarian, or is that a choice that our our computer overlords decided for you? Did they switch a bit of code in there? They switched you to a vegetarian because they knew I would be more sexually attracted to you. Yes. <laughs> um, Thanks, overlords. Do you guys ever see like deja vu, and you're like, maybe, maybe I don't know. How I can't explain it. You know who can? Fishburn. I, I here's what I know that if Fishburn's going to come for somebody, he's going to come for somebody with an open mind. Mm-hmm. I want that to be me. If if we are in the matrix, which I have over the span of this conversation convinced myself that we are, in fact, mm-hmm. in the matrix, because uh, you can't I prove we aren't. Fish, can't prove we aren't. It's kind of like kind of like kind of like religion. Uh, if you doubt it, that's just the devil. In our case, uh, it, it's Joe Pantaleone mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to convince you. <laughs> Joey <laughs> Pants. Joey Pants, as I call, as I and other members of the Italian community call him, Joey Pants. Uh, uh, trying to convince you otherwise so mm-hmm. he's the devil he'd play he'd be a good devil yeah he would let's make that happen you know hey, who we can we you're welcome hollywood can we call up the wachowski brothers and be like hey guys like uh, isn't it quit keeping us in suspense like is this a documentary or not <laughs> <laughs> was this shot on location or is the location in your own imaginations your infernal minds does does anyone have a beat on keanu <laughs> Does anyone have his 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 manager's uh, info to if get us around? If you've got his AOL screen name, can you just like forward that to me at our Meet and Bam account? Um, <laughs> we'll just get up with him because I think he would know. Would he tell us though? I think we would say, "Hey, Kian, ooh, uh, 
Um, <laughs> I tried to shorten his name. Which is his, his Hawaiian name. Hey, yeah. um, hey Keanu, uh, what, what do you know? Why don't you tell what? us? What and he's going to look at us, us with kind of a knowing smile and be like, sorry, guys, like, uh, can't, can't say or else I'll get unplugged and then I'll wink at us. And we'll say, yeah, <laughs> he'll wink really out of existence. We'll say, Keanu, no, really, fucking, like, I gotta know. It keeps me up at night. And he'll say, yes, it's real. And then, like, he'll stand up really rigidly and he'll be like, not like this. And I'll fall over dead. <laughs> hey, Wachowski Brothers, I just wrote Matrix 4 for you, you ungrateful fucks. Did you read TMZ today? It was really, there was a crazy story about Keanu dying. Apparently, <laughs> Griffin killed him by making him admit the Matrix is real. He got unplugged. It was brutal. It was really brutal, but now we all know. So we're going to start the rebellion. Sacrificial lamb. Griffin would just want to party in Zion. Griffin wouldn't even do anything with the information. He'd just be like, uh, uh, and then go to Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. This burrito <laughs> tastes so much better now that Keanu's dead. Mm. <laughs> I feel they so much more alive because I outlived Keanu. I don't care if I am a battery. This burrito is delish. Delicious. I don't need to know that the computer program tells me it's delicious. I'm just happy to have that oh, in my heart somewhere. Oh, there are some extra ones and zeros in this burrito. Mm. <laughs> is that picante? Mm. Mm. Can I have some extra data, please, on my mm. on my, uh, burrito? We get like burrito? 400 megabits of, of mm. Chipotle salsa sauce. <laughs> There's only four megabytes left. You better take them. Om, nom, 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 nom. Hey, brothers. Recently, a girl I knew back in middle school asked me on Facebook... And invited me to her small birthday gathering she's having this weekend, in which there will be a bunch of people I haven't seen since we were kids, and probably are more accomplished with their lives than me. Should I make up some awesome backstory of what I've been doing all these years? Neil. <laughs> That's how I imagine he says his name. <laughs> Neil. 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 Just, just be Neil. Be the best Neil you can be. What if well, you what if you show up to the party and people say what do you do now and you say I'm Neil, <laughs> I like they should Neil. get like hi look at me, it's me Neil I'm Neil you know from of Neil fame my you, job is to be Neil and I'm always employee of the month yeah <laughs> it my job pay, is to be it Neil terribly <laughs> I pay is promoted. gone benefits are non-existent yeah. uh, there is not a lot of not a lot of responsibility. Not a lot of upward mobility either. <laughs> Once you're Neil, you're pretty much just Neil. But also, the chances of getting fired are pretty slim. Did you hear the news? <sighs> Got laid off. <laughs> Got laid off from Neil this week. <laughs> Guess it's back to Kevin. They caught me stealing. <laughs> Shoplifting from went. Neil. <laughs> caught me stealing from Neil. Uh, it's a sexual abuse scandal. My mom caught me in my bedroom <laughs> watching Baywatch. It's pretty messed up. Uh, Neil, let, listen, man. You you don't know those motherfuckers anything. 120 years from now, we're all warm food. Fuck it. They're no better than you are. You know <laughs> 120? Where they, That's your estimate? Well, I don't know who's going to be at this party. There might be some cyborgs there, who, of course, their machinations cannot exist for long. Well, you're assuming that Neil is right zero now. years old. Um. <laughs> Actually, okay. you're assuming he's, like, negative 30 years old. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I don't want to bum Neil out by giving him, like, I could tell Neil exactly what he's going to die. I don't think he wants to hear that on a bim-bam. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. don't don't lie, because th- there's no way that's not going to turn into a fiasco. Yeah. No, I think the better option is to honestly tell them what you are honestly doing in your life, but with such conviction and dedication that makes it sound like you're super proud of it. It's all about the perception. I wish he told us what it is he's doing. Because I can spin anything. Mm. Well, if he... Okay, so say he's living in his mom's basement. Uh, I'm saving up for a house. Okay, great. Uh, Uh, He's working at Arby's. What? Working at Arby's? I'm working on an expose about the fast food industry. I'm a a beef specialist. (laughs) (laughs) That one I think would get him less traction. I'm an artisanal beef shaver. No um, matter no matter what job you're doing right now, you can always spin it as research for a role. Yeah. I'm researching for a role at our at an Arby's employee. I'm in the new Michael Sarah picture, and in it, I'm an Arby's employee. So I, I'm hoping to get the part in the new Michael Sarah picture. I'm hoping Michael Sarah makes a movie about Arby's employees. It's called Squash the Beef. 
And it's coming out in the summer beef. of 2012. It co-stars Megan Fox. What a talented young lady. Danny Trejo's in it. He's a he's a rugged gentleman. <laughs> he's um, a, he's all heart though. Mm-hmm. Scraggly and leathery on the outside, but inside he's like a gooey center. That's like a, a like a hard casing for a sensitive heart. Exactly. Um, I think be you because otherwise you are going to get caught because you are going to be like, oh, I'm um. I'm uh, I run a gym, and someone else can be like, I also run a gym. What's your gym called? And you're fucked. And you'd be like, Oh, I meant J I. I meant J I M. I run a I run a man named Jim. Is my job. <laughs> I'm I'm Jim. I'm in charge of him. My name is Jim. Let's be honest, Neil. If you're really uh, sharp at thinking on your feet, you'd probably be in a better position than you are right now. Today is not the day to try to reinvent yourself as an upward mo- <laughs> upwardly mobile dude. Let's and back also- up, though, because something even weirder than um, your your job status is happening, and that is that a girl you knew back in middle school added you on Facebook and then invited you to her birthday party. Like, <laughs> hey, hey Neil, Neil, this is Susan. Remember me? You absolutely can't. Like, there's no way, but do you want to come chill at my birthday party? I think it's oh, a shit. small gathering. It's only like eight people and you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Neil, you're about to get carried. Oh, God. Ne- Neil. Neil. Get Neil, out of there. Neil, come back. You're walking into a carry situation. Is you got to get out. Is he about to get carried or is he about to get poked? I'm saying someone found him on Facebook. They were hunting. They were trawling for Poon. Hungry for Neil. For man Poon. And so you think that this is like a small birthday party slash eyes wide shut kind oh, of deal? Oh, this has to be a sex a sex party. Okay, gots to be. No way, it's not. It's not. And there's no way it's not. I'm saying it's a hundred percent. Oh, you're saying there's no way this isn't a sex party? Yes. In fact, Neil just roll up assuming it is, no matter what anyone says, because they might be like putting on pretenses at first. Yeah, and just yeah, roll up and might. be like, so are we starting this sex party or what? Yeah, if you're jobless, um, uh, or if you work at Arby's, which is pretty much the same thing. Sorry, Arby's employees. Um, you 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 got to assert yourself as king of this sex party. I am I'm yeah. the king of this sex party. And the way you do that is on the porch, you ring the doorbell to enter into the house where the party's being held. You go ahead and get your dick out. And you go ahead and you know, I'm king of sex party. So when they open the door, like everyone knows like what See, is up. Who is this? I think. Is that I Neil? Think, I remember him from middle school. I don't remember him being quite so aggressive. I, uh, I think rolling up with your dick out is good. It's predictable, though. I'd put, I'd just scoot your balls through the hole of your Levi's. Just uh-huh. put them, scoot those out. Don't like, now you can turn this into sort of a hilarious something about Mary's situation and try to dip your balls into it, but that's not how you become king of the sex party. That's how no. you go to the emergency room. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't want to do that. What about mangina and cape? Hold on. What? Whoa. What? Yeah, if he does mangina and wears the cape. How, that's you, how you, you don't do, the- how does, how is that an active verb, sir? <laughs> You do a mangina. That's how you become king of prison. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I ask you guys something? This is a a different approach to this. Could all of his problems be corrected if he introduced himself at the party as Electric Neil? (laughs) Would that be... Could that, like, fix pretty much everything? He would have to have some sort of touchdown dance that he could do uh, while announcing himself. (laughs) Oh, and the best part about that is after a couple years and he's gone through some shit and he's reevaluating his life, he can come back and tell him he's now Acoustic Neil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, I'm 28. He's 36, and we've been living together for seven months. That's a good lead. I used to sleep. Yeah. Uh, I like this. This is right into the meat of the question. I can I can piece the other stuff together. I chose choose to sleep naked because I don't like the restrictive feeling of clothes while I sleep. He chooses to sleep in shorts and T-shirts. I disrobe right before crawling into bed at night and then walk directly into the bathroom in the morning. The problem is, I think he is too used to seeing me naked. Our sex life has slightly declined. Seducing him doesn't work like it used to. And I get the overall feeling that he is less excited to see my body. Mm-hmm. I wonder if sleeping naked has affected this. If this is true and I have exposed myself too much, is there anything I can do or is it all downhill from here? Bear 
or not to bear. To bear or not to bear. Well, great. Now, now I have to do the show with a boner. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. Have, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't really have a boner. I'm the only thing I all the blood is in my my comedy gland. <laughs> I can't think about sex right now. It's in your advice lobe. It's in my hypolalamus. <laughs> in my Lisa lobe. <laughs> I sent Lisa Lobe a package of my blood. I hope she likes it. Um, um, I think this picture of cardboard box like leaking. Like what is, what is this? Hey Lise. Hey Lise, uh someone just dropped up a package for you while you're gone. It's uh, it's leaking blood. <laughs> what appears to be blood. And is it from Griffin McElroy? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. it's, it smells like CK1. <laughs> what an odd package this is. Um, uh, I, I think that, yeah, you are right, but the good thing about it is, I think that, yeah, the, the, a guy can get conditioned to seeing anybody uh, naked. I think that the good news is men are fundamentally machines, basically, and you can roll this back up really quick. Oh, my quick. God. Just, mm-hmm. If you, tonight... If you put his shirt on when you go to bed tonight and get in bed with him, he'll be like, where did they go? Where did it happen? Like, I need them. Tracy, wake up. They're gone. (laughs) (laughs) He'll wake up the next morning like, I thought it was a dream. (laughs) I'm living a nightmare, Tracy. Yeah, it's literally like a day, and you're back. <laughs> and never fact, underestimate the power of lingerie, because if he's ugh. gotten conditioned you to seeing fucking you... fucking gross, What? No, I'm gross. saying... I'm saying if he's gotten conditioned and used to seeing her naked... You're taking was, this to a much... This is far too... Too personal. This place you're this at. Is, Cover your boobies in <laughs> silk and lace. Like, no, gross. Fringe him out a little. Wrap your... Wrap your butt in... <laughs> Candy and stuff. <laughs> this is this pimp my girlfriend who I'm tired of seeing naked. This is my brother, my brother, me. Advice, not creepiness. Although some we're creepiness. All about cheap and practical solutions, and the best. That means put on a big t-shirt. Just put on a big t-shirt, you goof. Yeah, it literally. I mean, it's like uh, uh, Griffin's right. Like overnight. I mean, it'll. It, it may take. If you've been sleeping naked for a long time, take a week to course correct itself. Don't let him see you naked at all. Ever like, again. Ever. Ever again. <laughs> it's evil. No, like, keep it keep it under wraps for a while. And maybe, ooh, this is good. Do something different up in there. Like something... lingerie. <laughs> no, I mean, like, something underneath your, like, maybe get something pierced, get some ink. Get, or maybe don't do anything to say you did something and say, what? You, would, you wouldn't believe what's under here now. Like, he would just freak out if you could see it, but <laughs> oh, you can't see it. Tattoo Dave Coulier, right on my gut. <laughs> it's so weird in here, and you can't see it anymore, and it's so weird, and you need to see it. Because then he'll be crazy. Like, if you start teasing, now you gotta deliver. You know, it can't be like Al Capone's vault, where he, Geraldo just teases and teases and teases, there's nothing in it. You gotta have some. You gotta deliver something, even if it's like a henna tattoo or of Dave Coulier, Al Capone, or <laughs> Al Capone. Can you get Al Capone like on your torso somewhere, in in it on it somewhere? Around. I was tattoo uh, or like the real Al Capone. Like, yeah, like him, like the man. Oh okay. yeah. Uh, also, start referring to your lady business as Al Capone's vault. <laughs> Just see how that takes out. Uh, <laughs> side note: uh, talking to a dear friend of mine today. His father's a teacher. And one of the students in his class is named Dial Capone Jones. <laughs> this is not that's a joke. Awesome. This is not a gag I made up. Fuck, that's good. Dial Capone Jones. <laughs> Speaking of Al Capone. You want a Yahoo? It, uh, yeah, I do. This one was sent by Chuck Jones. Thanks, Chuck Jones. It's by Yahoo Answers user Patrick. That's weird. Two paths. Um, Patrick asks, questions for my dental hygienist? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I am going to be getting my teeth cleaned soon by my ridiculously hot dental hygienist, and I want to ask oh. some things. Um, if you were asked these questions, what would your answer be, and how do you think she will react? One. Do you want to just ask out? Do, do we want to role play here? Um, sure, sure. Yeah, you guys can take turns being the super just banging dental hygienist, and All right. uh, I'll be the. That sounds I'll, like me. I'll be Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, one. <clears throat> Can I have the pair of gloves and the mask you used on me? 
I was going to do a bit, but I think she would probably just leave the room. <laughs> yeah, that was my reaction. That <laughs> well, yeah. silence. I was buying into the character saying yes to the moment, and that is what my character would have okay. done. Does the, general, does the dental hygienist have a button underneath the counter that, like, summons the police? That's <laughs> what I would be doing. Yeah. She does now. Click, click, click. She, she yeah. will after this. Um, two, can I have a pair of new gloves? And what kind of gloves are they? That one's kind of harmless. Uh, yeah, unless... Unless you oh, couple it with the first question. Yeah, uh, and then you say, I just need to hide my fingerprints. It's, I can't tell you why. No, it's, it's, it's fine. I, three, would you please check in the back to see if you have any pink gloves or mask you could use? What's this guy's hang-up? <laughs> oh, Four. <laughs> Four. Do you have to wear a mask? What? Can you just spit yeah. in my mouth while you're cleaning it? Five. Uh, will you surprise me with the profi paste flavor? I don't know what that means. Uh-uh. What? Profi? Profi? This guy doesn't have a crush on his dental hygienist. He has a dentistry fetish. That's what's um, going on here. And not only that, but, like, these aren't even, like... These are the least direct yet still creepy questions I've ever heard. Really, Travis? Because number six, instead of using a mirror to hold back my cheek, will you use your finger? Ugh! Ugh! Yes. Seven, will you perform an extra intra-oral and TMJ exam? Really get in there. But, Just get deep but, in there. Is there an... Is there... Okay, are there more questions? Will you use a toothbrush instead of the polisher? That's not particularly sexual. Nine, can I add you on Facebook? Oh, Dr. there it is. Ugh. Dr. Woodruff, can I add you on... Oh, can we be Facebook? That's... That's the end of it, right can there. Can I Facebook you? Okay, here's what I would like to pause it. I think there is an order in which you can ask these questions where you could get to the end of them without the person leaving the room. Is there an order in which you could drop these beats? You gotta leave you gotta lead with Facebook, I think. It's like making a mixtape, right? Like you gotta you gotta peek and back off. Peek and back off. Like I think you need to mix up the really weird I, ones. Dude, I don't know. I think once you hit um just use your finger. Get in there with your digits. Just, you could play that off, though. Like, I have a mirror allergy. I have an allergy to silver. Reflective surfaces? Ew. Just get in there with your dig. Can can I, can, hey, hey. When vampires go to the dentist, mm-hmm. how do the doctors see their back teeth? Uh, it's so hard. That's a good question. <laughs> and, and, I mean, dental care is so important to a vampire for obvious reasons. They've got yeah. those teeth forever. Yeah. Especially with the sugar-filled diet of the American public. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you can't yeah, you can't eat a fat person without getting a calorie or a cavity. Probably how some calories, get, too. How do you get a, a modicum of a boner when you're in <laughs> a dentist chair? How do you get – how do you focus on anything but the raw, primal fear of somebody getting in your teeth and just clanging around in there with their digits? <laughs> Like some sort of like some sort of bad mechanic, just tune me up, tune uh, up your grill. I don't think like I don't think I will ever be too old to not be scared fuckless of the dentist. Like can't handle. Well, that it. is that's because it's the most terrifying thing. It's like the most terrifying thing. I don't like. I don't. Someone like is putting food. whirring like blades and points into your mouth, and you can't see what they're doing in there. You are fighting instinct at every turn. Maybe that's sexual for some people, like oh. trying to clang clamp down on like their their better impulses. All it takes is one Doctor Butterfingers, and he's got to drill through your tongue. Yeah. Why? Yeah, but like that's hot for some people. They well, love the danger. Is they love the excitement, the thrill. What's I gonna guess? happen today at the dentist? I don't know. I might die. I, I might get, die. I I might die. I will get a boner. That's for sure. <laughs> I I will get arrested because I am gonna go full on creepster on my. Okay, here's the here's the thing that's gonna like really fuck you guys up. Okay. They at they ask these questions on Yahoo Answers. There is a hundred percent like likelihood that this person who asked these things did sit in a dentist chair at some point after this and have an interaction. Like this happened. Like this isn't like fun theory. Like. This fucking creeper. Oh, so he was, like, planning. He did this. I mean, he did these things that he's saying to us. It's not, I, he may be apologizing. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> is I mean, this what would you do? Is this I just so did weird? this. Is I mean, that is cool? It so weird. Did uh, you pull this off of Craigslist misconnections? No. Me in the dentist chair, mouth open, slightly numb. You <laughs> finger chewing on it, chesty. Put your finger right in there. Touch my teeth. Saw saw down your blouse. Saw your plate tech. Put that Love mirror it. away, silly. Get your fingers in hey, there. Hey, we don't need to get mirrors in this. Put your fingers in there. Let me kiss your eyelids. Car- um, carve just you in, c- in case anybody out there is wondering, um, of all the times to try to like be flirty and pick someone up, when they're in there digging out your old ass food and tartar buildup with their fingers in your gross ass mouth as you're drooling all over yourself, probably not the best. Is this thing. a piece of Mars bar? Point of order. If you're trying to fuck your dental hygienist, I bet you keep it pretty locked down up there. <laughs> I bet you keep. Or I bet you're pretty much on point in your mouth area. That's your showpiece. I, I just can't like. The only thing that gives me a boner about going to the dentist is at the end of it, I get a free toothbrush, and like, uh, the and, value, and a prize. Like the value of that is like, oh, I don't take the prize anymore. I love what? Sti- I mean, I love sticky hands, but it's a conflict of interest because I'm trying to mm. fuck my dental hygienist and like. <laughs> If I did, like, baby, can I get I, your number and also that pair of yeah, googly eyeglasses? Yeah, like we settle the bill and I walk out and I turn back and come through the door. I'm like, two <laughs> things. One, can I get a date? Two, um, what about those sticky hands? What's up with those? Because I need one for to you, grab uh, things that are far away. But hey, seriously, though, date? You want to go to Sizzler? I love you. One, one thing is, do you want to go to Sizzler? The other is, do you have one of those foam planes that I build myself? <laughs> I love those so much. I love this so much. I will take one or the other. The choice is yours. Um, there's only one thing that uh, I get aroused by, and that's trips to the money zone. Okay. Taking us this week, Griffin. Uh, okay, know. hold up. Time out. Why am I never invited to the money zone? Okay, Travis, tell us about because you make things up. You lie. <laughs> you lie through <laughs> the whole thing. You'll lie about the thing, and the people pay us to say the truth, and you lie about the whole thing. Here, you just how make about it up. Travis, you do it. I'll be your safety net, and if you, when you fuck up, I'll be there to catch you like your father figure. Yeah, Put your like Lionel Richie. Whenever Nicole Richie goes raw, he's there. Oh, God, I can't take the pressure. Do it. No, you do it. Oh, okay, well, first we want to congratulate Mike on graduating from Stony Brook University. That sounds Go like a wizard school. Go fighting whitefish. Is that a wizard school for wizards? <laughs> wizard school. Yes, Mike has graduated. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Mike graduated with a wizarding degree in computer engineering. Now, a lot of people hear that, and they say... What? That's not... And I say, techno magic is why I say yeah. those people. Circuit spells. Yeah, te- techno wizards. It's all about bits and bipes and incantations. Where's he going next? Well, he's going to be pursuing his masters um, at Stony Brook once more. And unfortunately, his friends Matt, Tony, Franco, and Sean have... They done fucked up, and they have requested that I do the jingle this week. Oh, shit. You will also need to combo. <laughs> that means that means you've been lumped in. Oh, by the way, Mike's nickname, The Cap'n. I like I, that. It, I like that, too. Uh, I like any nickname that's the, unless it's the situation. But The Captain is fine. The listener Jennifer Manziel writes her husband Todd a 40, doesn't write him, wishes him a happy 40th birthday on June 29th. So just two days away. Here, here's what I know about Todd. Rapid fire. Chef. Mm-hmm. Vancouver. BC. Before time, he was a chef back in Caveman <laughs> days. We have a Boston Terrier named Maud. Todd's nickname? Gorilla. Turning 40 did cover that. You listen <laughs> to the Captain and the Gorilla on 94.3. There, there's your jingle. Um, his hair is like lamb's wool. <laughs> awesome. He plays World of Warcraft. That is the order in which I hope he would relate those facts to me, were I to meet Todd. <laughs> Actually, that's how it's listed on his resume. <laughs> this is Special really skills. Lo- hair like lamb's wool. 
Todd, this is a really long business card, but I appreciate you giving it to me. Can I feel your hair again? So, happy birthday to you, Todd. Thank you, Jennifer, for wishing Todd such a happy special day. Uh, sadly, because of the, I'm, I'm just going to say, callous misjudgment of Matt, Tony, Franco, and Sean, y- you are going to have a jingle also sung by Travis as he sings about the captain and the gorilla. I told him to get a Casio keyboard pre-programmed with, with some backing tracks. Uh, I do not think he has taken that action. Nope. So let's see what Travis has whipped up. <sighs> how are we going? How are we going? I here's what we're going to do, Griffin. We're going to sit here in silence as Travis sings us a song about the captain and gorilla. So you want? Because I can just do it like acapella, like rock acapella. <laughs> yeah, I think you should definitely do that. I can't. Like I won't be able to handle it. All. We are all going right. to see where this goes. Strap in. You guys gotta shut up so I can pretend like you're not there. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it's like when Travis has sex, too. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so here's what I've worked up. Okay. Shh, goddammit. Shh. Captain Mike and the gorilla set their boat towards excitement and they sailed down the river of dreams. They had adventures by the score for about 20 years or more. But then everything ends, or so it seems. Now they've grown up and gotten adult jobs. He's a chef. He's a technical engineer. Is that it? Stop laughing. I'm not laughing. Is that the end of the song? No. He's a technical engineer. Got that bit. Here comes the bridge. Now Captain Mike and the Gorilla have given up adventure. They sold their boat and got a mortgage. Did that rhyme with engineer? (laughs) (laughs) Would that have rhymed if we let you sing it all together? Yes, maybe. Jesus will know if you're lying. And then pretty much the song devolves from there. um, And then the rest of it was something about learning that the greatest adventure is life. Why, are you, so, why didn't you sing that bit, Travis? Do you not know how the song works? Is this like an R. Kelly speech? Well, now I've down? lost. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that point, we basically just sing about a free bird flying. <laughs> there's some more guitar noises. And then there's, there's a pretty epic bridge. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty much a lot of that. Say so hard, say goodbye to yesterday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then we wrap it up. Learn a life lesson. Um, Learn a life feelings lesson. Feelings explored. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty much just like that. Like, where were you when the world stopped turning? And we all think about how sad we were. <laughs> and it's some guitar. And then it's over. It's the end of the song. It's pretty good. What do you think? <laughs> Thanks, Alan Jackson. That was a great performance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. Yeah, and now he's like an Indian outlaw. It's basically just a meditation on that for another minute and a half. After I do the course a couple more times and have Cherokee chalked all that stuff. Uh, there's it's some more your basic uh, stuff. A B C C A A B C B B B C A D J A C C B song uh, song pattern. So did you see D J A C C B B B? He was at the shore last week, and he's amazing. <laughs> oh fuck! It's amazing. So thank you guys for t- <laughs> I guess for that, and thank you, Travis. Please never ever make me do that again. Since splitting up with my girlfriend two years ago, I've been focusing on r- ruining my business nope. and spending. Nope. I've been focusing on running my business and spending time with friends. I'm 23 years old, and I have ambitions and goals I would like to achieve. Should I be looking for a relationship, most of my friends are engaged, or just carry on doing me, (laughs) and I don't think you have much of a choice, (laughs) Uh, wait for someone to come along, undecided in the UK? Oh, man. It's like this guy's guy's me, like last year, when I was 23, and running a business. Well, Griffin, how did you... How did you make this choice? Uh, listen, I, I've been running my business um, with just full steam ahead, and I don't have time to dock in the port. My business is a steamboat. Let's, mm-hmm. start, let me start. Griffin's in, the, Griffin's in the steamboat. I'm in the steamboat industry. It's booming. And because um, it's, a, it's a hip-hop steamboat. And uh, the speakers are loud. So anyway, yeah. hip hop. The, the stern speak. wheels of steel is what he calls it. Uh huh. This primary is going to keep on rolling, and like I don't have time to stop in the port of um, 
of of love. I, I don't have time to dock there because I'm too mm-hmm. busy running my business. And like, there's nothing wrong with that because a steamboat in port gets 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 loved, but that's not what a steamboat's for, is it? For, uh, for love? No, no, it's not. It's for it's for traveling down rivers. No, yeah, or hosting the most banging R and B rap and beats concerts in the eastern United States. Exactly. Listen, uh, undecided in the UK, we all are in the business of spinning plates. We all have different things going on. And sometimes when one plate falls off, the stick that you're spinning it on, the dowel rod that you're spinning it on, it shatters like your relationship did. It's okay to look at the other place and be like, well, I gotta make sure these are really, really spinning. But eventually, you gotta pick that plate back up and put it back on. If like, I've learned anything from um, ABC Family movies and the like, um, people that always just devote themselves to their job and don't spend any time with family and friends are always the happiest people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Right? They never look back on their life and regret the choices they've made. I mean, I'm fucking smiles for miles over here. Like, you don't have to... Because you're spinning... Let's go back to the plate spinning analogy, because I felt like it was so on the nose. Um, like, you're spinning that plate, and it falls off, and then your chore of a girlfriend comes in and is like, why are you spinning my plates? And it's like, this is my job. I'm a, sp- I'm a plate spinner. <laughs> I'm focusing on this right now. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, is you don't look back, like, you don't turn 24 and look back on 23. You turn, like, 68, and you're old and alone, and then you're sad. You don't look back on 23, Travis? No, I look think forward. about how sweet 23 was every time I go to bed <laughs> in my bed. Really? Now you're 24, you're run down. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm already, like, a fifth of the way through my life. Don't think about that. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah? I'm going with you the 120 and, uh, years. <laughs> you, and, you, you and Electric Neil just... I mean, what if every year that gets away from me is another year that I spent alone on this fucking steamboat. This steamboat <laughs> sucks. I can't sleep on it because it's just parties all the time. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we tried to talk you out of it. Why did I buy this from that shady Cajun businessman? <laughs> this was guess. the worst idea. I thought it was going to be like Maverick, but it's not like Maverick. It's just <laughs> shitty hip-hop parties all the time, and I can't sleep. Fuck it, and I'm so alone. Fuck you, Maverick. Movie's full of I guess. lies. I thought Jody uh, Foster was going to come in here and jump my bones, but that's not what happened, is it? <laughs> So it's less focusing on your business and more trying to get Jodie Foster to fall in love with you. By the way, I mean, I was a li- little misguided, as it turns out. <laughs> little, uh, little barking up the wrong tree there. I guess undecided in the UK is what we're saying is, you want to buy a steamboat? <laughs> I'll give it to you I know cheap, a, cheaper than I, I got know, it. I know a guy who will cut you a deal. Let's do a quick Yahoo. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, this one was sent in by Ryan M. Thank you, Ryan. It's by Yahoo Answers user BX who asks... Should Obama try to change his image by wearing body armor and showing the world he is ready for action? Obama just does not seem presidential enough, and his policy on troop withdrawals are making him look soft. Here's the thing. Yes. Here's what's up. I think Obama should dress up in full-blown robot armor. I think he should carry around big gun all the time. And I think, can we get a rapier? Can you carry around a rapier everywhere he goes? And like two flags sort of tucked within his back so he looks like some sort of superhero, some sort of patriotic superhero. I think he should wear um, a costume reminiscent of George Washington. Oh, you're saying like full-blown powdered wig. like Yeah. Peg leg. Like, let's president it up, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, we have basically like old-timey Obama or like Cybama. Cybama. Technobama. Okay, okay, so what about... Technobama. Sure. Him in a George Washington costume inside of a robotic exoskeleton. Ooh, I love it. Like, oh, that couldn't get any weirder. Him in an exoskeleton. It opens up. Oh, shit. He's in George Washington gear. What about, instead of uh, body armor, what about under armor? He just shows up <laughs> Hi, Shows up completely flexed out. President. 
It just cuts to Obama running up and down the bleachers, and he stops and goes, you know, I love Gatorade. Obama, and you gotta then, run this country. And he's like, I can't, I'm sporting. Back off. They're like, we need you to sign or veto these policies. And he's like, I can't. I got to catch this football. Sports president. (laughs) I can't run the country. I'm running these wind sprints. Here's the thing. Every president has his thing, right? Like, everyone has his scene. Mm -hmm. Like, Bill Clinton was the president who loved blowjobs, loved getting them. (laughs) And then there was... To be fair, he ran on that platform. Yeah. It's like, who's got two thumbs of those blowjobs? Me. I do. He ran on that platform, but not as fast as Obama. Nope. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a sports president. He's a sports president. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. I feel like Obama hasn't established himself as, as um, a particular... He doesn't have a goof. He doesn't have a goof. He could be the sword-fighting president. That'd be good. Ooh, but I like I'm pretty that. sure that, like, Aaron Burr... Was he a president? Mm. No. Sure. Ham- yeah. Hamilton. He was a pres, right? One of those yeah. guys who was, like, scrappy. One of those, one of those you know, pugilistic scrappy. guys. Scrappy. Yeah. The ones that are, like, built like a short tank with a big mustache. Mm-hmm. Okay, but just picture this, right? Teddy. Obama. Okay, so a the garbage. scene is this. We're inside the Senate. They're trash-talking Obama, being like, he's soft, he's soft. Obama kicks down a door. Yeah, with robots. Shirt on button to his navel. Oh, shit. Slices oh, shit. the Constitution in half. Well, he wouldn't. Stabs a dude. Okay. Here's a problem. A few things with that that are a problem. Like, a uh-huh. hundred things that are problematic with that situation. <laughs> okay. Describe. Um, I can name one right off the bat. Our president is not Mike Hagar. He isn't Mike Hagar. He he's not wearing a belt around his chest, not trying to rescue the mayor's daughter. That's problem yeah, one. That's problem one. Problem two, he's not even remotely built like Mike Hagar, Travis. Look at him. Like, he's good. He's a great, he's a great president and a great leader for our country. But I'm, I, he's not a strong man, I don't think. He doesn't look. He's, like, a, he's never struck me as a particularly. Uh, he's the cat. He's the cat burglar type. Like okay. he'd sneak in from the skylight. Uh, yeah. Uh, and oh, Ob- okay. <laughs> so he could become Obama, our wispiest president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just like behind a door frame, he sneaks. <laughs> where he go? That's huh? his jam. He's just wispy all the time. You never know where he's gonna be. So, uh, and by the way, I, I just realized this. I do want to apologize. I've now stereotyped Obama as a, a criminal and good at sports. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, America. I did my best. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, America. So I, I, there's got to be other, like, what if he, oh, what if he could be like our, um, like our most tender president? What if he just <laughs> like wrote like poems? Oh, and he did, like, fireside chats, but instead of being in a wheelchair, I mean, he was, like, that, laying on a bearskin rug. You saw that video of that baby crying, and he was like, hold on, let me just, uh, do you mind if I see that baby? And the baby shut its fucking mouth, like, the moment that his sweet presidential hands, his tender, tender presidential digits, like, touched it. You saw that video, right? Because it's, that's what I'm talking about. He's got powers. The thing is, I, I can't, I think he should be wearing Under Armour in all these situations. <laughs> Why? What? Because it's like if because if he he wants to keep that sports door open, and I think just wearing Under Armour says that I'm gonna do some sports <laughs> later, <laughs> or I just got done doing some sports. Like he gets the sports points without actually having to do any physical. So activity. it tells and he carries around a water bottle, like one of those squeezy bottles, sure. all the time. Right, analogy. Like it tells people, like, hey, I just did sports, and also I'm too busy. To get out of my sportswear, because I, I, I yeah, gotta run right. this country. I gotta make laws and stuff, and pass them. Yeah. I'm gonna throw out one last idea here. Oh, you're... Okay, shut, shut it down. Barack Obama, the hipster president. Okay. I like oh. this so much. So he could, first off, gotta grow his, um, a, a silly little mustache. Mm-hmm. You gotta, yeah. uh, gotta drink PBR pretty much exclusively. He already does. He does? Yeah, he loves PBR. How do you know that? Because you know it that? was in all the press photos, like when he was running for president. Of him and, slamming a peeber? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. I, it, if I'd known that, I would have voted for him twice. Unpossible. Travis, if you have a picture of the president slamming, if you at home have a picture of the president slamming a PBR, Hold on, I need it in the forums today. Obama PBR images. Yeah. Wait. No, that's photoshopped. Get out of here, Travis. All of this is real. Look it up. Um, It didn't give me the pictures I crave, but if you've got one, not Photoshop. I want to see real pictures of our commander-in-chief slamming Slamming God's beer. I think it's a real thing. That's Todd's beer. (laughs) Give it back. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I, I, I want to hear Griffin's last question. First, some super quick housekeeping stuff. Uh, this is the big one. The big one you've been waiting for. Uh, if you go to maxfunstore.com right now, you will be able to buy the brand new My Brother, My Brother, and Me t-shirt designed by Mr. Justin Rousseau or Justin Rousseau, depending on how French I'm feeling. Uh, it is an amazing design. I adore it. I can say that because I didn't have anything to do with it. It comes in cobalt for dudes and turquoise for ladies. We had a lot of people asking for a turquoise girl shirt. Uh, and, and, and so we, we, we settled on turquoise for the ladies, um, specially cut for them. These are high quality, soft, uh, beautiful shirts. They have a tag you can tear away. So that's super nice. They're alternative apparel, which mm-hmm. is president Obama's favorite, um, t-shirt brand. Cause he doesn't like, um, he doesn't like those lamestream tees. Mm-hmm. What, what you need to do is be like Mr. Dr. Muffin. Who's my, my hero and yours, Gregory, I call him. Uh, you 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 wear the shirt and you get on TV. That's key. Um, Does it matter what show they get on? Don't get on Tosh.0 again because we've covered that market. Also, but, don't get on Cops unless it's you taking out a dude who just committed a crime. Like you yeah. just straight up tackle him and stand up and point at your shirt. And try to sneak into like photos or, or whatever. Um, try to get it into cool places. Our buddy Bob Ball has actually made like a video series where his MBMBAM t-shirt uh, goes on tours and if we could just locales. start like a series of people being that guy who like ducks in the back of pictures and points at their MBMBAM shirt, like I would like that to become like the new like meme. Get buried in your shirt. Get yeah. buried in buy, it when you get, buy a lot of them. Build a house off. Just then you'll your live. Money. Then it'll be forever. Our show will live forever. Go go buy one of those maxfunstore.com is the website. Go get one. Go get one for someone you love. What better way to introduce the show to someone than get them a t-shirt and say, you like this now. <laughs> uh, uh, also, go to the forums. That's at MaximumFun.org. You can find those and, and come talk about our show and all Last the other week, fine Maximum uh, Fun Griffin programs. Griffin made a joke about nomenclature and drinking game, and we got so many emails about rules for an MBMBAM drinking game, which I think that that's a great idea, um, but we're not going to limit your creativity. So go to the forums and somebody start some line of uh, of discussion Here, about. I have a game. great Mabim Bam drinking game, and it is while you listen to our show, you drink an adult beverage, and when you feel thirsty, you refresh yourself with that beverage. Okay. <laughs> so every time you feel like taking a drink, you take a drink. Every time, yeah. Every time the spirit compels you to drink your drink, then you drink it like a fucking adult. That's, I mean, that's less of a game. Is it? To oh. live will be a great adventure. <laughs> Think about it. I learned that from uh, your fucking song, Travis. So don't tell me yeah, that's not Travis. true. Uh, and also go to bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM tune one and watch the MBMBAM super show. It's absolutely amazing. I want a hundred. Uh, Can we commission them to make a hundred of those? Yes. Um, we want to say thank you so much to... Uh, uh, People talking about our show on Twitter. Jonah Sky uh, is is trying to c- get people on bo- board. Deadpool Sky continuing this theme that I've just started now. Um, I'm seeing a lot of um, a lot of people listening to us on road trips, like Bin Laden and uh, and Media Fairy. Media Fairy, yeah. Media Fairy was um, on a long I, one. I think that's just great because I also listen to podcasts on podcasts on road trips. Not not my own podcast, but but other people's. <laughs> that would be pretty cool My if you voice. listen to your own one. Hey, do you remember when yeah. I did this goof? Uh, so thank you to to everybody who's who's been listening. And uh, hey, friend, heavy mono, Nimi, everybody. There's so many. Uh, and let's hit our old favorites, uh, Michelle Mittens and Awesome Amarika. Oh man, yeah. Oh man, killing it. Ed Fail, Free Man Tim, everybody. A Resilient Rabbit, Kevin Wilson, everybody. Starter, just guys, everybody. Fucking Guys, thanks. thank you. And yeah, you you're like Grace. you're like the fucking best people. Uh, Trav Man Man, Trevor Woodburn, the Trisket, the oh, Trisket always fucking killing it overseas. S Diesel, great Nanners, Maya Love. Oh, that Carrie is back in the fold after taking a month off. We're happy to have her. Uh, this is a, about, this is a train that keeps on rolling. Eric Patrick and Jimison, who got a fucking stupid show tattooed on their bodies forever. Yep. Yeah. 
Corinne Tags, what's up? The Brennel. Brennel. I love you guys so much, I'm fucking angry about it. Dan Arkins, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck Fear- you guys. Fearless you gunner, fucking you jerks, asshole. I love you so much. All right. So, the Sam McBastard, Fancy Weevil, thank hey, you to everybody. How about Rocky Horror? Magic Whiskey. Mabim Bam mixtape number two, you fucking oh, jerk. Oh, shit, you asshole. Thanks Golly for being so fucking cool. Golly uh, Ali and Jacob Locker and Cal sending questions every week, you fucking dicks. Lil Sars helping out, pitch it in. Uh, okay, Dale Skipper. Uh, all right. All right so so that's our angry okay. segment about how much we love you. Seriously. Fucking uh, love you, man. Our Seriously, parents guys. used to have that segment pretty frequently, actually. <laughs> Uh, so thank you guys Griffin I'm ready so my body is ready Griffin give me the last okay. question uh, this one was sent in by uh, Cal thanks Cal I love you you fucking dick uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Raymond who asks does this story sound too cliche male lawyer plus female cop plus friction between the two plus murder plus mystery <laughs> <laughs> Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. School wear on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs>